1: Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. We're yes. here with the Jesus the Heater broadcast and we know that you're hungry for the Word yes. and that's what we're going to feast on today. Yes. Amen. Yes. We invite you. I've been preaching and teaching several weeks on this wonderful flow of faith. And so there's so much to be said. Go back because you, you don't realize that faith is connected to so much. It's what's connected to every arena of life. You, you cannot, uh, in the life of the believer, there's never a time that faith isn't a part of what we're doing in our life. And so we want to be skillful with the faith that we have. Not just skillful at getting it because faith comes by hearing, but skillful in uh, releasing it, skillful in standing our ground, skillful in holding fast. Amen. And so we've been looking at something, something that Jude said, he wrote and said, earnestly contend for the faith. So meaning this, we won't float into a strong faith. We won't float into a skillful faith. We contend to get there and we earnestly contend, meaning this, we don't stop and start in our contending. We are consistently contending because there is a faith that comes when we're consistent in the exercise and the skill of our faith. Amen. And so we, we've been looking at that. We've been talking about in, in pre, episodes, you've got to go back and watch oh, it. Especially what I'm going to say today, you needed to watch the exact episode yesterday yep. because we're going to go to part two and I don't have time to repeat all of it, but we'll, we'll look at where we've been jumping off at. It's our jumping off point, so to speak, our golden text, Romans chapter four, verse 17. God pointed us to Abraham. And pointed us to his faith because he's the father in the faith of us. And so we need to look at what his faith accomplished. How did he exercise or release his faith? So Romans chapter 4, verse 17, God is speaking about Abraham and the plan he had for him. He said, as it is written, I have made thee. A father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead. And look at this. And calleth those things which be not as though they were. This is the action of faith. Yes. <clears throat> is that faith calls those things which be not as though they were. Yes. Faith has a call. Yes. Faith doesn't know anything about silence. It's got yeah. to call. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Faith yeah. can't be released through silence. Yes. Yes. Faith has to be released through words we speak and actions we take. Yes. Yes. Faith comes, but faith does not re- get released by hearing yes. the Word. That's People right. think if I can just hear the Word and hear the Word, that's good. Faith comes at hearing, but faith isn't released through hearing. And it's only faith that's released that will benefit our life. Yes. Yes. That's right. So what does faith that, that needs to be released, how do we release it? It calls those things, which be not as though they were. And it says about Abraham, "...who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be." And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. Now notice, he was strong in faith. He wasn't weak in faith. He was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, God was able also to perform. So we see that uh, Romans 4 gives us a glowing report of Abraham's faith. It's a glowing report, right? And we can look at that and say, well, we haven't been consistent at this description of what our faith is doing. Well, this is what we started teaching on yesterday is Abraham ended up with this strong faith. He didn't start out with it. He progressed in faith. And he be, excuse me, he grew more skillful in faith. And that's what God intends for us, that we be skillful with not just say I have it, but skillfully releasing our faith and skillfully receiving what faith lays hold of. Um, we looked at some previous verses in Genesis yesterday, but we're not going to go back to all of those, but we'll pick up with some of those. Um, God spoke in Genesis 12 to Abraham. He said, I'm, I'm going to make of you a great nation. He told him what he was to do. You've got to leave your, your family, go to the land where I, where I give you. That, God doesn't tell everybody or command everybody, get away from your family. Okay. <laughs> um, that's not a word for everyone. That's a word for Abram. Yeah. And um, this is where he started. And as he obeyed God, then God revealed more to okay. him. And, uh, he told him, he says, I'm going to give you a seed and your, your descendants are going, going to be as numerous as the sand, as numerous as the stars. And, uh, we want to go back. Let's go to back to Genesis 15, because we want to see, um, that Abraham had to learn to contend for the faith. He didn't just arrive at strong faith. He had to contend. And um, Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, we'll start there. It says, After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me seeing I go childless? So notice this is a vision he's having. This isn't just a, this isn't just God saying something in his heart. Uh This is a a spectacular Mm -hmm. occurrence. This is the second time that we have record that the Lord appeared to him about his future. Uh So uh, notice this. Um, even though God was very specific in telling him what his plan was for him, Abram didn't get it at first. Yeah. He did not get this because what's Abram saying in the vision to the Lord, he said, what wilt thou give me seeing I go childless? So God is calling in the father of nations, many nations, and Abram's still calling himself childless. Oh, right. He's not calling those things which be not as though they were that we have record of in Romans 4. He hasn't arrived there yet. He's saying, I go, seeing, I go childless. Listen, seeing, I go childless. What's he doing? Looking at the natural. What the natural shows me, I don't have what you're saying. So see, Abram hadn't learned yet. Don't go by what you see. Go by what God says. He hadn't learned that yet. So he said, seeing, I go childless. This natural realm is not showing me what you've said. Uh And so then because Abram is calling himself childless and he realizes that he does not in his own body is not able to produce a child. His wife is not able to produce a child. Abram does something that so many times we've done the same thing. We give God a plan. (laughs)
0: Well, praise the Lord, Abram. Thank you.
1: He said, what wilt thou give me seeing I go childless? And here's my plan. All right. Now you've stated what you said, God. Now I've got something to present. The steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, behold, to me thou hast given no seed. Ah, so now we have a second declaration in the same visitation that he's having. He's now spoken against what God said. He's not calling himself the father of many nations. He's calling himself childless. And he's calling himself as having no seed. And lo, one born in mine house is mine heir. He said, that's my plan. Eliezer, my servant, he has a child. I'll call his child the heir that you're talking about, God. Well, thank you, Abram. Thank you. (laughs) Well, God would say the same thing to us. When we've calculated a plan, we put pen to paper. We get into that reasoning and we go, we don't know how God's going to do this. But I tell you what, God, we got a plan. Just know this. Your plans delay God's plans. Oh, yes. that's, that's your plans do not facilitate uh-huh. God's plans. God says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My ways, what are his ways? His plans. Uh-huh. They're higher than yours. If yes. you came up with it, that's a show sign God's not using it.
0: Amen. <laughs> that's right. Oh,
1: Right? Why? Because his are higher. He doesn't need to come down to lower. And so uh, Abram did exactly what we've done in this process of learning faith, becoming skillful with our faith, contending for the faith all along the way in this process of learning. Because we all have to go through these things. We have to learn it. He made the same mistakes we did. But that doesn't mean because we've made the mistakes that we won't have strong faith. Look at where Abraham eventually arrived. On,
0: that's
1: true. Yeah. Amen. He arrived at strong faith. So he's given God his plan. My servant, he'll have a child. I'll call him mine. Well, thank you, Abram. But God doesn't accept his plan. Look at verse four. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him. So he's having a vision and God gives him a very specific word in that vision and says, this shall not be thine heir. He shot his plan full of holes. This is not it, Abram. Notice, I want you to see something. Abram at this point has had two visions of the Lord. God telling him his future and notice he still wasn't believing right. It's not a supernatural experience that causes faith. That's right. Having a vision did not give him the God kind of faith. Amen. Amen. People will say, "If Jesus would just show up in my room and lay His hand on me, I know I'd receive healing." No, that's not true, because He can only He can only meet faith, and vi- faith doesn't come by visions. Faith comes by hearing hearing words and believing
0: yes. them.
1: Yes. Yes. Come on. Amen. Oh, amen. And people would say, well, if Jesus were just here in the natural, I know I would receive my need met. Well, Jesus walked the earth under the ministry anointing, uh-huh. under the anointing of ministering God's power to people for three years during His earthly ministry and multitudes saw Him that still didn't receive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They heard Him in person, yeah. saw Him, felt Him, and there were still some Who did not receive. And you say, no, everyone received under Jesus. And that's not what the Bible says in his own hometown. He could there do no mighty work is what the word says. They heard him. They saw him. They heard him in person and they still didn't receive. It's not seeing him that gives you faith. It's hearing what he says and choosing to believe what he says. It's not a feeling. It's a choice. Faith is a choice. It's not a feeling. So we see this, even though Abram has had now two visions, he still was not believing right. It's not the spectacular that gives you faith. Mm -hmm. Quit seeking for and thinking that spectacular would make you a spiritual humdinger. (laughs) (laughs) No, it didn't Abram. No, it It didn't Abram. And so verse four, God's correcting Abram and saying, basically, I don't need your plan. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he shall come forth. Your seed shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. I think it's just almost comical how specific he got with Abram to make sure you don't misunderstand yeah. this again. Right. He's already said it to him several times. Yeah. I'll give you a seed. you, will, I'll make of you a great nation. And he's still coming up with his own okay. reasonings. Yeah. And God's correcting him. And he got very biological in his description. It's going to come from your own body. Verse five, and then he brought him forth abroad and said, look now toward heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto unto him, so shall thy seed be. Now notice this, Abram was so fixed on his plan. If you're not careful, you'll get so fixed on your plan that you'll get your faith uh, off of what God said. Don't get your faith hooked on what you calculated. God went to, God had to get his, if I could say this, his attention off of what he had planned. He went, he took him outside and said, look at the stars. He got him to look a different direction. Amen. Look at verse six. And he believed in the Lord. Now see, he believed. Abram believed that God had a plan, but he still was trying to insert. You see? He he believed in the Lord, but he's still calling himself childless. You know, you can can believe some things in your heart, but say some things wrong in your mouth, that'll, you know. uh, Anyway, we're learning. It's, It's a process here. And so he believed in the Lord, and God counted it to him for righteousness. Now I want us to know that was Genesis 15. Let's go to Genesis 16. Notice this. Abram believed something, but he wasn't saying the right thing. You have to be taught what right saying is. Yes. Yes. Yes, you, do. So good. you have to be taught what right Amen. saying is. Yes. So Genesis chapter 16 and verse 16. Now, before we read this verse, I want to remind you in Genesis 12, when God first spoke to Abram, about his plan for his life. Abram was 75 years old. Now we pick it up in Genesis 16, verse 16. And Abram was fourscore and six years old. Look at this. Abram was fourscore and six years old. Um, how old is he? He's 86. How many years have gone by? 11 years have gone by. 11 years after God first told Abram that he would have his own son, Ishmael is born. Well, how did Ishmael get born? Because Sarah had a plan. Uh, We're not taking the time to read that passage, but she had a plan. And what was her plan? I've got a servant. Yeah. Right. Now we can use the child through her. So her plan, uh, they went with her plan. Uh, Abram didn't try to implement the plan through his servant Eliezer, but then Sarah offers her plan and then they implemented her plan. The devil will always offer you plans to get you off God's plan. And he'll use your own reasonings. Uh He'll use people who have plans just because it sounds like a good plan doesn't mean it is a good plan if it's in opposition to God's plan. So notice this, Sarah came up with this plan. They had a child, uh, Hagar. Sarah's servant and uh, Abram has a child through her mm-hmm. but it's still not God's plan. Right. Yeah. Even if you implemented it, doesn't doesn't make it change flows to being your plan to God's plan. It, no, it won't become God's plan. Anything that started with you won't be His. Right.
0: Right. Right. That's right. So, good. Good.
1: so no, I want you to see something here. After Ishmael is born, God doesn't say another thing to him for 13 years after Ishmael is born. So after Ishmael is born, God is silent for 13 years. What this shows is it doesn't nurture our fellowship with God to implement our own plan. It will hinder our fellowship. He wasn't hearing anything anymore because he went with his own plan. Genesis chapter 17. Now, does this sound like Romans 4, 17, the strong faith? See, I want you to see there's a progression to your faith. If you'll keep contending, you'll arrive the way Abraham eventually arrived. That's what I want you to see. We're not being critical of Abraham. We're seeing that he had to go through a process of learning. And in that process of learning, he eventually arrived at a strong faith. Yeah. If you're taught, and see, he he didn't have anybody else to teach him. God himself, the Lord came in visions yeah. and taught him personally. Yes. But God's given you pastors yeah. and teachers in the yeah. body of Christ. Listen to them. Yeah. Don't yeah. wait for the Lord to show up and teach you in a vision. Yeah. When Amen. he will Amen. use those who have made this progression of faith, yeah. he'll, he'll give them to help teach you. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. And when Abram was 90 years old and 9, now he's 99. Now remember, God first spoke to him about it when he was 75. When he's 86, he has Ishmael. God doesn't say another word to him until he's 99 years old. He was silent from 86 to 99, 13 years after Ishmael was born. Why? Because God wasn't. God wasn't utilizing that plan to carry out his will. So Genesis 1, 1, And when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Notice this, he's not perfect. He's not fully matured in this life of faith and where he's not perfected yet in the plan of God that God has for him. He's not matured and developed into this yet. And verse two, and I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and God talked with him saying, as for me, behold, my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations." Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. This is not the first time Abram's heard this, right, right. but God, God is so patient oh, and God yes, is so yes, good yes. to yes. keep br- working with us. Yes. What is it? He's the author and the finisher. The He'll yes. keep bringing yes. us into, yes. amen, What that good work he's begun. Yes. He'll yes. continue working yes. until it's completed. Yes. He's doing that in Abram's life. He'll yes. do it in ours, yes. amen? Right. So God sees something. Abram's still not getting it. From 75 to 99, he's still not getting it. What's he not getting? He's not getting his function of faith right. He's trying to find his plan. He's, excuse me, trying to implement his plan, trying to, it's it's not that he's in disagreement with God. He's not saying, no, I don't believe that. He's not in disbelief. He just doesn't know how to cooperate with it. And so God, if I could say this, helps him be effective with his faith. What does he do? Genesis chapter 17, but verse 15 now. And God said unto Abraham, as for thy... So he said in verse 5, your name is going to be Abraham Abraham. In verse 15, and God said unto Abraham, as for Sarai, thy wife, thou shalt call her, shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. So what did God do? He changed their names. Why is he doing that? He's tricking them (laughs) into being infected. (laughs) The name Abram means exalted father. The name Abraham means father of a multitude. Uh-huh. Now, Sarai means princess. But Sarah means queen of princesses. P-R-I-N-C-E-S. P-R-I-N-C-E-S. Uh-huh. You're not just a princess, but there are, are those who will be as a prince before God that will come out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. amen. Oh, amen. So he tells them, um, chain. I'm changing your name. Why is that? Your name is something you live with every day. Yeah, it sure is. Yes. He's bringing him into a daily awareness yeah. Yeah. Sure. of his name being him saying his name and then others saying it to him and him hearing it. Yeah. So he's saying and hearing I'm the father of a multitude. I'm the father of a multitude. Every time he says his name, he's saying, I'm a father of a multitude. What's God doing? He's getting him calling those things which be not as though they were. And then when somebody says, Abraham, he hears, hey, father of a multitude. What's he doing? Now he's got strong faith. He's hearing it and he's saying it. He's hearing it and he's saying it. Because you say your name on a daily basis. You live with your name every day, everywhere you go. What's this mean? Faith is to be a lifestyle. Calling is to be a lifestyle. Oh, saying yeah. the word, saying the plan oh, of yes. God is a lifestyle. Yeah. It's not a Sunday event. My it God. is a lifestyle just as much as your name lives with you, your, your saying has to live with you. Your calling has to live with you. What God has said about your life has to live with you. Amen. And in Genesis uh, chapter 21, verse 1, And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. Mm For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare unto him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. Now, you, do you get it? Seventy-five years old when he first heard the plan, 86 years old whenever Ishmael implementing his own plan, 99 years old when God called his name, changed his name. But in in one year, one year, it's not only... He not only conceived a son it's in manifestation yes. but look after he changed his name and started calling himself uh, the uh, father of many nations within 3 months she conceived.
0: Wow.
1: Notice this when you give an all out lifestyle daily effort to calling it won't take long. It won't take long. You know it it took him it took him 24 years to start calling. Once God said it, it was 24 years before He called, but once He called, three months, and it's conceived. And within nine months after that, it's in manifestation. Don't, don't say that things have to take a long time. They don't have to take a long time. Don't let the devil dupe you into say into thinking it has to take a long time. Just because it took you a long time to learn it, maybe, doesn't mean it takes a long time for it to work. How do you, how do you speed up? The manifestation, building that Word in you and calling, building the Word yes. in you and calling, yes. building yes. the Word in you and calling. 24 years of believing without calling got him nothing. Uh-huh. But 24 years, then three months of calling got him everything, got him everything, everything of God that God had said to him. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. you got to come back. We're we're almost out of time, and we got more to say. You don't want to miss it because we're going to just finish this off tomorrow. But until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer, and God bless
0: you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit Dufresne Ministries.org. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, Peace, Living Free from Worry. She teaches how to close the door to worry, fear, and doubt. Order now at DufresneMinistries.org. Come join us for our Defrain Ministries Miracle Crusade in Paducah, Kentucky at World Harvest Church of Paducah, May 21st through the 25th. For more information and to register, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org.